can almost see it That dream I'm dreaming But there's a voice inside my head Saying you'll never reach it Every step I'm taking Every move I make Feels lost with no direction My faith is shaking But I, I gotta keep trying Gonna keep my head held high There's always gonna be another mountain I'm always gonna wanna make it move Always gonna be an uphill battle Sometimes I'm gonna have to lose It ain't about how fast I get there Ain't about what's waiting on the other side The struggles I'm facing, the chances I'm taking, sometimes I knock me down, but no, I'm not breaking. I may not know it, but these are the moments that I'm gonna remember most. Yeah, just gotta keep going. Channel 2 Radio, The Mindset Matters Show with Sinat Noorani. Hello, hello beautiful people. It's that time of the week again for the Mindset Matters Talk Show. I'm your host, Zenat Narani, for the next hour and a half from 10.30 to 12 noon. I'd like to welcome you all to Channel Radio 2. 
and welcome any new listeners tuning in today. Now, before I start, I'd like to thank Intune PR, my sponsor for the Mindset Matters show. Now, they say our sponsorship of the Mindset Matters radio show is a long-term commitment because this weekly talk about mindset, mental health issues and more is so important to us. Shows like Zenats help solve issues and challenges and changes lives. Just look at the Big C podcast on cancer, for example. Now, Zenats' commitment to this show and the cause of mental well-being is just as exceptional. Thank you, Intune PR, for being an ongoing supporter of the Mindset Matters, and we appreciate your sponsorship. Now, of course, throughout the show, don't forget to connect with me on social media and remember to keep those tweets coming in with your comments, shout-outs, and messages. And if you have anything to share, then either DM me or email me at mindsethorizons at gmail.com. And of course, any tagging in, uh, please use the hashtag, hashtag let's talk better, hashtag MSM radio talks. So if it is your first time listening into the Mindset Matters show, well, this show is dedicated to supporting, making a difference in bringing about awareness, breaking down stigmas, and taboo topics around mental health and well-being. Now here we share how different aspects of our lives, if ignored, can impact our overall well-being. We share lots of tips, tools, insights, and stories to help bring about those positive change. I have expert professionals that come on and share their journeys. They talk about some of the successes of their clients, the tools and strategies that they use. But what I absolutely adore about this show is when I have people who come on this show who are brave enough to talk about their own personal journey, where they have been in the darkest and deepest moments in their lives, but have found a way to move forward, have found that light at the end of the tunnel and come through. Some with great success, others still on their journey, but it is through that that we begin to resonate and know that we are not alone, that we all go through all these difficult and challenging times and it's okay to reach out and ask for help because if you don't ask for help, how will you move forward. You do not have to do this journey alone. So please do reach out to someone you trust, your GP or a professional expert like myself, but do not suffer in silence. Right, to listen to this show, any past shows, you can pop over to my podcast platform where all my shows are transferred, anchor.fm forward slash zenat hyphen Narani MSM. Of course, all the shows are available on all the audible platforms such as Spotify, Google Music, Apple Music, Amazon Music. Now, if you're listening to this show, you may be on channel radio on the internet or you can download the app called Get Me Radio and search for channel radio. So before I go into my affirmation, I always like to kick off with a tune. Gives you time to grab your diaries if you haven't got them in front of you or a little notepad where you might want to write down my upcoming affirmation and also note down any special dates that I might share or anything that inspires you. Something that I've mentioned or has kind of triggered that aha moment. So grab your diaries 
and let's hear a tune right now and it's called You're Gonna Be Okay, Brian and Jen Johnson. Across that I thought this is the song that I would like to dedicate to my dear dear brother who is going through 
challenging times, difficult times at the moment. And it is, it's about putting one foot in front of the other each day and not giving up. Have hope because you will get through this. And I just want to dedicate that song to you. You're going to be okay. Right. Um, so, affirmation time it is. So, as I always say, if you're not in that moment right now where you can find a quiet space, make a note and find time later. A quiet space just for you in that moment. A time for you to believe in yourself. And I want you to consider this affirmation and how you might apply it to yourself. And really think and stop and reflect and make notes in your journal of any thoughts or emotions that may come into you. Right, it goes like this. Thank you for a wonderful night's sleep and thank you for this new day. I feel great. Today is going to be such a wonderful day. Thank you for a wonderful night's sleep and thank you for this new day. I feel great. Today is going to be such a wonderful day. And this is a wonderful affirmation to say in the morning. Despite the night you had before, despite the restless night, knowing that you've woken up and it's a new day, set yourself on the right path. Have the right emotions in place, the right thoughts, that are going to empower you for your day to be absolute, sorry, absolutely wonderful and awesome and empowering. If you'd like to share your thoughts around this affirmation, then please do tweet in, hashtag VDM affirmations, hashtag let's talk better. And of course, add the hashtag MSM radio talks. Right, moving on, moving on. What have we got? Ah, I forgot to mention that a lot of my past affirmations, not these most recent ones over the last year, but you can find them uh, on Amazon in my little book called Begin Each Day with Positive Affirmations and Empowering Questions. And I will be updating my uh, book with more affirmations that will be available on Amazon. But in the meantime, We'll move on and on to the highlights, news and stories and what's happening. Of course, those of you who know me, I'm an NLP trainer for NLP for Coaches Global and we hold uh, monthly masterclasses, okay, on a rolling base. So masterclasses continue this month and we have a special offer, the Summer Masterclass Package. Our Summer Masterclass Package launches this month, May, which brings together most of our popular topics. So May, I'm, which I've mentioned in my previous uh, shows, is the six filters that shape our world. Thinking about your six filters, which are the metaprograms, values, memories, decisions, beliefs, attitudes, and how blockages in or challenges in one or more of these areas of our filters can stop our clients from taking action. Now, all these dropping classes will cost a 550 AD, that's UAE um, money, so that's dirhams. Now, if you're in the UK, they are 125 pounds drop in. Of course, I 
um, carry out my masterclasses for the region of Dubai, UAE. Um, of course, we have the full summer package. So if you sign up and register for all four topics, all four of them, sorry, all, yeah, all four topics will cost you 2,500 dirhams, okay? Now, I mentioned the May one. June is the problem box. It's back. Yes, we've already done it, but it's back with a charge because one of our most popular classes. Now, this is where you are, you are getting clear on how exactly those filters keep your clients stuck and what stops them from changing. The July Masterclass is a deep dive into your client's values using our NLP values elicitation process and how to help your clients say enough already and avoid that burnout. Now to be constantly moving away from the crap they don't want in their lives rather than moving towards what they do want can be exhausting. Now this July is not a masterclass, it is a workshop. It's a five hour workshop and we really deep dive into this. It's such a valuable NLP tool, values elicitation process. Then in August, we've got a deep dive into clients' beliefs and limiting beliefs finally resolving the limiting beliefs that have been keeping them stuck inside their problem box with all the crap they don't want okay so honestly may june july august they are our summer package masterclass and as i said if you sign up for all of those it's going to cost you 2500 dirhams that's a e d now, alternatively, you can choose to drop in um, to each of those classes. Um, but of course, I can't guarantee there'll be a space as a lot of priorities go to our existing students. So jump in there and take opportunity of the summer package. If you'd like to find out more, either email me or DM me if you're connected with me on social media or pop over to our website for more details, which is www.nlpforcoaches.com. Of course, you know, you can email me at mindsethorizons at gmail.com. Two weeks to go, two weeks to go. It's the Let's Talk Better campaign event themed loneliness and connection. Oh my God, I'm getting so excited and nervous because there's still a few bits and bobs to do. But we've got a whole load of people that have kindly donated prizes for the raffle draw where all proceeds will go to Casper. And we have our guest speakers. We have some interactive workshops happening. It's going to be amazing. Okay, 26th of May from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Community House Bromley. Now, do connect with me on social media uh, to keep informed or go over to our website, which is letstalkbetter.org, where you can find all the details about the event and the booking link. I would share the booking link with you here, but it's awfully long. But if you go on to Eventbrite at all and put in Let's Talk Better, Loneliness and Connection Bromley, you will find it. Because when I did that, it came up at the top. So remember Bromley, 
but our Instagram is let's underscore talk better one LinkedIn let's hyphen talk hyphen better and Twitter is let's talk better three with a capital L capital T and a capital B great do you know what I had a fantastic fantastic day on Monday just gone the 15th uh, there was myself and a group of business owners and I had mentioned this that we were looking for business owners to come along to share our business experiences and bridge the career gaps with secondary sixth form students so I went off to um, Walderslade School in Maidstone which is a girls school which is also connected to Green Acres uh, Secondary School which is the boys school next door and the sixth form students came along they had a talk by Paul Andrews who's the gentleman who uh, runs these skills 3030 events uh, on regular basis he's also the owner of channel radio 2 where I'm holding this wonderful radio show and he also has his own show uh, the business bunker show which is where I actually uh, met him because I went on there to talk about my business anyway uh, he, the event was absolutely fantastic sitting there and talking to uh, these young people about their choices of A-levels, their decisions of whether they're going to go on to do an apprenticeship or they're going to university or they're going straight into employment. You know, it was really interesting to hear their aspirations and then the questions that they asked us as business owners, you know, what it takes, what kind of skills would a business owner look if they're looking to hire a young person. It was so inspiring. So yes, if you would like to um, be kept informed or interested in future events for bridging the gap between young people and businesses, which is highly, highly valuable because I didn't have this when I was in secondary school and I think it's a wonderful, marvelous thing to have, then get in touch with myself or you can email Paul Andrews directly at hello at bizradio.co.uk and he'll put you on the list and when the next event comes up i'm sure he'll be in touch and myself as well as i said i've done a few of these now and believe me it is so rewarding so inspiring to hear young people's aspirations and just to be able to impart our own skills and knowledge and career choices and how we've got to where we've got to um is just incredible it is really a invaluable experience for young people to have real life conversations with business owners to hear real life experiences right enough about that but it yeah it was yeah I'm, i came away totally inspired absolutely inspired um and each school was interesting how the choices varied as well i mean this time round, there was a lot of children that wanted to do law criminology and psychology mm. So right up my street in terms of psychology. Okay, uh, do you know what? I'm gonna dive into another music break and when I come back, I'm going to talk to you about my uh, powerhouse hour that's still going till the end of May. And I have a special, special, special offer going on for International Coaching Week. So stay tuned and I'll be back straight after this tune. 
to Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Noorani. This show is dedicated to offering insights, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this this long-standing negative stigma. Wow, what a great tune that was from Nickelback. Far away, such deep, deep meanings in that. Right, so we're back now, and I promised I would be talking about my powerhouse hour. £65 only for a deep, deep solid dive in an hour getting down to the nitty-gritty right perhaps you need a little more direction in making a plan or you're feeling stuck in an area of your business or life well the powerhouse hour sessions are designed exactly with you in mind to help you uncover what is stopping you 
So if you would like to take up that opportunity, which is only available now for another two weeks until the end of May, email me at info at zenatnarani.com. That's info at zenatnarani.com. And in the subject box, if you pop in powerhouse hour. Now a little bit more about it, you know, whether that's helping you make a plan of action or help you deal with stress overwhelm or even find a new new venture or avenue for your work as you pivot your business together we will create a session that's really laser focused on what needs your attention the most okay now if you're ready to take action then please start now because what you will get is that we will look at ways in which you can regain your more balance or more flow should I say in your life so that you can enjoy more time running your business or having that flow between business and life and of course have more energy because these are the things that it's going to you're going to um, expect to achieve all right it's that kickstart with this powerhouse hour okay you'll also be able to identify those feelings of fear doubt or anxiety that may be holding you back, you'll learn how to overcome them. So anytime you experience them in the future, you can beat them and move forward. You'll also uncover what's really important to you and we'll forge a plan so you can move and have more of it in your life, giving you a roadmap for action to achieve the goals that make you feel good. And of course, you'll gain a deeper understanding of yourself that will help you build stronger relationships and so much more. This powerhouse hour is incredible. It's amazing what you can actually achieve in just an hour. Not even that, that's gonna lead me on to my next special, special, special discounted rate, okay? Because it really doesn't matter when you talk to a coach or an expert professional, that helps you change mindset. You can gain so much clarity and so much change, even when it's just 40 minutes. So, as it's International Coaching Week, I am offering this really special discounted rate, only 45 pounds for a 40 minute coaching session to get you started. This offer again ends on the 28th of May, so close to the end, but actually 28th of May, at midnight. Now as coaches, we can bring so much value to our clients in many forms, both in business and in personal life. Now I am here passionately committed to supporting, guiding and empowering you to create and make changes to better your life. Business and life can be lonely, confusing and mentally draining. I can help you find a better mindset to succeed in reaching your goals. Not everything can be changed in an hour, but you can make a start. You can take a step forward, gain that clarity and start to escape confusion. You can take a step closer to creating a brighter mindset. As I said, you can take up that offer of £65 for an hour or £45 for 40 minutes. But one of them, the £45, is only until the 28th of May. Now. For example, Darren Wheel of Intune PR says, Zenet has helped me find real clarity in business and in life. So, 
I ask you, what is holding you back? What problem do you most need to solve? Why wait? DM me and let's get you started and begin to change in ways you need and want to. You can really feel better fast. Now, who calls you to tell you that they have problems? Ask them if they need trained help and get them to call me. Stop waiting for everything to be perfect. The right time, the right moment. There is no right time, except the moment you dare to decide to start to enjoy your life. Start now. Again, email me at info at zenatnarani.com or DM me if you're connected with me on social media. Let's get started. Let's get talking. Right, some dates for your diaries. As we know, this month is National Walking Month where we celebrate the health and happiness benefits of walking and wheeling more. Okay, so walking is one of the easiest ways to improve your mental health and well-being, mental, physical, emotional and spiritual, and also stay connected to, with our community, helping us feel less lonely, less isolated. And by swapping a short drive for a short walk, you can also help reduce air pollution, congestion, road danger, save the environment, lots of things, and save yourself money in the process. So let me know how your walking about the, is going. Take some pictures, tweet them into me. I'll love to see them. Now, 23rd to the 29th is National Conversation Week, uh, which is fantastic because our Let's Talk Better campaign falls smack bang in the middle on the 26th of May. Uh, bettering those conversations around all aspects. So the National Conversation Week is all about the simple pleasure and rewarding art of simply talking to each other. When do you actually stop and actually have a proper meaningful conversation? We actually talk and listen, listen, listen to what the other person is saying. We're very much a society that's always on and unfortunately the art of human conversation is being lost in a sea of emojis swiping right swiping left why not ask your single friends chatbots and the dwindling attention spans whether it's keeping in touch with friends updating a colleague at work or trying to find the best insurance deal most of us are guilty of hiding behind screens to send a quick text fire off an email, post on social media messages, or search online rather than actually taking time to speak with somebody. I actually miss that when you wanna talk to somebody on the other end of the phone to find out information and you get recorded message, press this button, press that button, or go online, it drives me insane. Okay, so that is why National Conversation Week is encouraging everyone in the UK to spend the week trying a little bit harder to engage with those around them and be there. Talk around, uh, talk with your family, be around your family, friends, colleagues, or customers. Okay, we simply want everyone to talk more. 
Okay, and this year's National Conversation Week is focused on the inquisitive side of conversation. The one that helps us gain an understanding of the world around us by asking questions. So during that week and beyond, we want you to feel liberated to ask whatever questions you want. And don't be afraid to ask those questions. Ask, ask, ask. Con have that conversation and listen. Listen with intent. Now, of course, on Monday, up until the 21st, it has started off with Mental Health Awareness Week. That is a UK event supported by Mental Health Foundation. And the aim is to educate the public about mental health issues and to promote better mental health. So how are you making the most of this week to make those changes and beyond to better your mental health or to inspire others around you to be more aware of their own mental health and well-being. Uh, homophobia and transphobia and biphobia day. It's an international day. That's on the 17th of May. It's about raising awareness of LGBT rights violations and stimulating interest in the LGBT rights work worldwide. Then on the 19th, uh, we have Global Accessibility Awareness Day to get everyone talking and thinking about and learning about digital access and inclusion, diversity, neurodivergence, and the more, uh, sorry, and getting more than 1 billion people with disabilities or impairments noticed. Um, you know what, the other day actually, um, because myself and Chandra Sharma, we run the People Skills course, which is again all about bettering conversations, helping and supporting workplace leadership managers. And I came across uh, a post on LinkedIn by Emilio uh, Esteban Martinez, and he is an ethic and compliance officer and he posted a thing on leadership styles around the world which was really interesting and got me thinking about my experiences of traveling and the way I've seen leadership but not only just in different countries here within the UK which is really interesting so uh, what he wrote on here was British managers are diplomatic casual helpful willing to compromise and seeking to be fair, though they can be ruthless when necessary. Unfortunately, their adherence to tradition can result in a failure to comprehend deferring values in others. Now, as I read this, it would be wonderful to hear your thoughts around the different leadership styles around the world. Uh, it goes on to American managers are assertive, aggressive, goal and action orientated, confidence, vigorous, optimistic and ready for change. They are capable of teamwork and cooperative spirit, but they value individual freedom and their first interest is furthering their own career. French. Managers tend to be autocratic, paternalistic, with an impressive grasp of the many issues facing their company opinions of experienced middle managers and technical staff may be dismissed 
Now, Swedish management is decentralized and democratic. The rationale is that better informed employees are more motivated and perform better. The drawback is that decisions can be delayed. German managers strive to create a perfect system. There is a clear chain of command in each department and information and instructions are passed down from the top. Nonetheless, considerable value is placed on the consensus. Two more to go. East Asian countries tend to have a Confucian hierarchy where the group is scared, sorry, sacred, scared, sorry, where the group is sacred and leaders are seen as benevolent. In Latin and Arab countries, authorities concentrated in the chief executive and family relations are very important with ubiquitous nepotism. Different cultures ha can have radically different styles, leadership styles, and international organizations would do well to understand them. So really, really interesting about those different styles. Now, does one style work better than another? Does it have to be like that? The word have to within those countries? Can there be more flexibility made or an amalgamation of those different leadership styles? Intriguing and very interesting. Because I kind of like to cherry pick a little bit out of each of those leadership styles. What's your thought? Hashtag leadership styles. Tweet it in to hashtag lots talk better. Hashtag MSM radio talks. Now another thing um, coming up because part of the training because we're doing uh, future leadership leaders. Leaders of the Future, sorry, getting a bit tongue-tied here. Leaders of the Future is our program with this company in London that we are on a six-month training program with. Now, one of the areas that's um, coming up in a couple of weeks is time management. Now, I have done so much of this and I wanted to kind of share this sort of snippet of a, an article with you. Now, my question here is, do you desire to accomplish more in a shorter period of time, uh, decrease stress levels and find equilibrium between work and life? Now, if so, forming a habit of planning and organizing your time is essential. Now, as business owners, we know that that is so, so important, especially if you're running your own business, but for anyone really, especially if you're a small business and you're kind of juggling all the different things the admin the finances the tax the customers it can be exhausting and time management is really really crucial i'm going to provide um, six tips to get you started and remain on track with your time management objectives i'll teach you how to evaluate your current status set those smart goals create a plan arrange time your time observe and adjust and of course importantly reward yourself now, it's up to you, but by following some of these guidelines, you can really enhance your productivity and efficiency and contentment. So think about what strategies do you use to manage your time? How are they working for you? And when you take up a new strategy or change your habit, be consistent, give it a go, okay? Because habits take time 
to change. It's those behaviors. We've got to change the mindset. Then we've got to change the behavior around it. So it, it it's then replaced with those new ways, okay? So how do you develop a habit of planning and scheduling your time? Now, planning and scheduling your time is a crucial skill for achieving your goals, as we know. Managing your stress and balancing your work and life. Well, I wouldn't say balancing. Um, I'm going to change because I often say balancing and I have to reel myself back. I'm going down and saying it's got. you've got to have that flow of your work and life how it flows together, maybe with two rivers next to each other, kind of descending down a hill of stream. I've forgotten what the geographical technical term is that, um, but imagine two streams coming down, how do you create that flow? You know, how do you develop a habit of planning and scheduling your time, okay? So, one is assess your current situation. The first step is to evaluate how you spend your time now, right? You can use time log on a calendar or an app to record your activities, tasks or, and interruptions for a week. Then analyze your data and identify where you are wasting time, where you are spending too much time or too little time and where you can improve your efficiency and effectiveness. Now, I know this might sound, oh my God, it's homework, it's tedious and all of that, but sometimes this needs to be done in order to know. You have to evaluate, assess, and that's with everything in life practically. In your business, in your work and your life, if you're evaluating and reassessing, you are more likely to be motivated, more productive, and then be open to changes as well. So one of the many reasons time management can be challenging for people is because it's due to lack of awareness and how much free time they actually do have. Now to combat this, uh, you know, I take scheduling week by week and I start blocking off times that isn't free. So working and commuting hours, but a lot of us are not commuting as much, but if you are thinking about that, um, your weekly, uh, say if you go to the gym or you do classes, any social plans or family obligations, sleep, sleep, sleep. I'm putting, I'm saying that three times. That's so important. Grocery shopping, etc., etc. It's children uh, schedules, you know, pickups, drop-offs, all those things. And from and working from there is then to prioritize what you can and can't fit in into your schedule. And that's what I kind of do. So um, if you get in touch with me, I will send you a template to uh, download, which may help you kind of figure some things out. So yeah, get in touch with me and I'll send you that template. The next thing I want you to think about is set those SMART goals, okay? The next step is to define your goals and prioritize. You can use the SMART frame. There's lots of other frames out there, but I love the SMART frame, okay? Which is to make sure that your goals are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound, okay? So for example, instead of saying, I want to learn a new skill, you can say, I want to complete an online course on time management by the end of the month. And maybe give it a date, an actual date. Now, having a SMART goal will help you focus your time and energy on what truly matters most. 
Defining incremental milestones in between can also help you to keep you motivated to get closer to that larger goal. It can be easy to let progress halt if you are not getting the positive reinforcement of being able to celebrate those wins along the way. So those little stepping stones, those milestones are really important as well to have in mind. Then make a plan. So the third step is to make a plan for achieving your goals and completing your tasks. You can use uh, a tool such as your simple to-do list, a planner, um, something online, a project management software to organize your activities and deadlines. There is so much out there that you can use. Find what works for you. You can also use a technique such as the Eisenhower matrix, which I love, the Pareto principle, or the ABCDE method to prioritize your tasks based on their urgency and importance, because that's really, really good. And uh, the Eisenhower matrix is one that, uh, in fact, we're using in our current uh, training that we're doing for the People Skills course. Okay, so a good plan will help you allocate your time, absolutely, and resources wisely, okay, and avoid procrastination and overwhelm, and know why you're procrastinating, why you're becoming overwhelmed. Now, with all of this, um, before I carry on, if you need a mentor or a coach to help you through it, then it is advisable to get someone, invest in a coach, someone that can help you through this, because it is really, really valuable what they can help you get through. Uh, okay, so while making a plan, taking time to think through any possible roadblocks is also a crucial component of a successful goal achievement. Okay, so thinking of potential distractions or blocks or challenges that may come along the way. So you are prepared for them. And creating a contingency plan for each of those roadblocks can also give you actionable steps to fall back on in the event you encounter those difficulties. Okay, so this will allow you to push through those setbacks with much more confidence and resilience. Then schedule your time, okay? That is your fourth step, that you schedule your time according to your plan that you've made. Again, you can use a tool such as the calendar alarm or a timer uh, to block your time for different tasks and activities. You can also use a technique such as time blocking or batching or the Pomodoro method to structure your time and boost your productivity and focus. Now, the Pomodoro technique is one that we'll be talking about with our uh, Futures of the Leader on the People Skills course as well. A good schedule will help you to follow your plan and stay on track with your goals. Now, for me, I personally rely on physical calendars to keep me on track, and I kind of snip it in between other things, but physical calendars help me keep on track. I also have a whiteboard calendar, um, and I also have a paper calendar with my weekly plans on it, okay? And other things that I put in there, the simple things like having to go to the shops or having to go and see my mother, all those little simple things. Uh, I also have a daily planner. So not only the monthly, the weekly, but I have a daily planner where I can break those tasks down 
and be more sort of time bound and fixed on that. That gives me more forward thinking and forward looking view at things. Um, I use this to kind of mentally commit to tasks and I, that I need to accomplish each day, given the free time I have available. I'm not saying it's perfect, I have my days, believe me, but it generally works pretty well, okay? Now, if you want some free tips on time management, get in touch with me again and I can send you some details on that. Now, two more things I wanna talk about, which is to monitor and adjust, okay? So monitor and adjust is the fifth step to your time management habits. You can use a tool such as a journal, which I love, feedback system or a dashboard to track your progress and results. And again, do your research because there's lots and lots of tools out there that can help you monitor and adjust your time management habits. Okay, you can also use the techniques such as reflection, review or evaluation, the traditional way, which I love to assess your performance and identify what works and what doesn't. Really, really important. A good monitoring and adjustment system will help you to learn from your experience and improve those time management skills. Again, as I said earlier on, have that habit, be consistent to know that it's, you've given yourself enough time to see if it actually does work or it doesn't, okay? You can't do it for like one or two days or a week and go, ah, oh, I'm gonna throw it out the window, it doesn't work for me, okay? Habits generally take between 30 to 90 days to change and reform new habits, but on a consistent base. So if you break it, you have to start from square one again, unless you're really good at pulling yourself back on track. Now, this is really important, the final sixth step, which is reward yourself, reward, reward, reward yourself for developing a habit of planning and scheduling your time, okay? You can use a tool such as a reward chart. Yes, you're never too old to use a reward chart with stickers or post-it notes, okay? A gamification app or a gratitude practice to celebrate your achievements and motivate yourself. You can also use a technique such as self-compassion. This is all up my street. Affirmations. A positive feedback to acknowledge your efforts and overcome challenges. A good reward system will help you sustain your habit and enjoy the benefits of planning and scheduling your time. We all love a reward, okay, in some way or another. Now, the reward system should be personalized to fit your preference, your individual preference and needs, determine what motivates you, what inspires you, okay? Inspire oneself is crucial for creating an effective reward system. One method could be to set up uh, short and or long rewards. Another approach could be to incorporate social accountability into the reward system. Sharing your progress and goals with a friend, a family member, a work colleague, a support group that can keep you motivated and accountable. Or your coach, I'm here. Ultimately, uh, the most effective reward system aligns with your values know your values okay so it aligns with your values it motivates and enables you to stay on track towards achieving your goals now by combining different tools and techniques and personalizing your reward system you can create a habit of planning and scheduling your time that is suitable and enjoyable 
Now, all of this can also apply to other aspects of your life, your personal life and your business. Now, I hope this has been really, really useful. If you've got any questions, then please do get in touch with me, connect with me on social media, DM me or email me at info at If you want to take up the coaching offers that I have going, the Powerhouse Hour or the International Coaching Week, then jump in there because it's a great opportunity to kind of get a kickstart around that and we can dive straight into that time management planning and scheduling. I think it's time for another music break so I can go and have a sip of water. So I'll be right back after this tune.
Welcome to Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Zenat Noorani. This show is dedicated to offering insights, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing awareness and change, change to the, to the importance, importance of breaking, breaking through, through this, this long-standing long negative stigma. stigma. What a wicked tune. Yes, 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 yes. The only way is up, baby, for you and me now. The only way is up. Right, that's where I stop my singing. Not much of a singer, am I? I might end up breaking glass or even cracking walls in the studio. Right, okay, what have we got? Oh, a few other things. But do you know what? I'm going to dive into my Crystal Angel card reading. Let's find out what I've got in store for you today. What is the cards, or what is the card that's going to be pulled out for reading? Right, shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Let's see. Eeny, meeny, miny, what is it? Topaz. Topaz, topaz. It is forgiveness heals. Time to release repressed anger as it's blocking your health and happiness. So if this is going to resonate with anybody out there, then please do get in touch. And once again, if there was anyone out there as expert in tarot cards, crystal readings, all those kind of things, then I would also love to hear from you and have you on the show because that is something I haven't had and I think it'd be absolutely wonderful because it's a different aspect to mental health and well-being and can really help. I mean, I love these cards in so many ways because they reflect on things that are happening in my life, where I'm going, where I'm in the moment. And also it's helped me kind of let go of things in the past. So forgiveness heals. This is a beautiful sign from your guardian angel who who love you so who loves you so much and wants to help you reach the next positive level in your health and happiness. They can see that you are being blocked and held back by repressed anger and resentment. Most likely you already know what needs to be released, but perhaps you've had difficulty in letting it go. Forgiveness isn't condoning, accepting or excusing someone's behavior. It means an unwillingness to harm yourself anymore. You don't have to like the other person or hang out with them. You simply need to agree to release your, their energy from your psyche. This card could offer, often refer to forgiving yourself for actions that you regret. Self-blame is a toxic as blaming others. The only thing valuable about reflecting on the past is learning from it, not holding on to the shame or guilt. Your guardian angel reminds you that hair boring angers hurts only you, not the other person. Repressed resentment is toxic to your physical, emotional and financial health and mental, I'm going to add in there, and the spiritual health. All it takes is a little willingness to forgive and the angels will do all the rest of the work. Wow, that's absolutely beautiful. And, um, you know, whether you believe in the path of what's been read here or the crystals in itself, 
you can also reach out to a therapist, a coach to help you with anything that is repressing you, keeping you in that place of anger and if it's blocking your happiness, your health, to help you release that. And there are so many techniques that can be used, NLP, Neuro Linguistic Program, EFT, EDMR, um, hypnosis, just even simply talking through what's going on in your life. So today's crystal was topaz, forgiveness heals. So a little bit about this crystal. This stone is mentioned to the King James Bible five times as it is ancient. Originally, any yellow gemstone was called topaz. Now we realize that while yellow is the most, is the color most commonly associated with topaz, it can also be colored in blue, green, and pink. Topaz in all its hues offers a gentle soothing energy supportive of clearing your mind and heart of a chaotic energy. In particular, this crystal can help you forgive and release anything that has been distracting or dulling you. So there we have it, uh, this week's crystal angel card. Right, um, I wanted to talk about one last thing and there's a lot of publicity uh, on the news, on social media, within the workplace, a lot around gender. And today I wanted to focus around gender, but for kids, you know, how to talk to your children about gender, because more and more this is becoming prominent uh, within the young people. And, you know, these kind of conversations can sometimes be a bit tricky for certain parents and carers and also for teachers out there in the schools. So, you know what, whether it's uh, RuPaul's drag race or playground chatter that sparks these debates within young people, today they are discussing gender, sorry, gender more than ever, okay? And, you know, I want to look at how to explore this conversation. Now, there's an example of an uh, 11-year-old uh, girl um, who has a daily brief at bedtime with her mother where she listens to her talk about her day and she tells her the bountiful stuff, which uh, teacher she likes best, uh, what she makes in art or DT, and also who she fancies. But most of all, since starting secondary school, this young girl um, talks about gender. Now, she confidently uses terminology that is still a little bit unfamiliar to the mother. So, for example, non-binary, uh, genderqueer. Now, there was a poll done amongst her friends with children of the same age that confirms that it's not just her daughter and her school that seems to be talking about this. It is everywhere in the school, okay? Uh, quick searches, for example, on TikTok or Instagram brings up the plethora of gender diverse twins using new pronouns, challenging rather prefix notions of identity. And in the past alone, there have been repeated headlines in which 
um, our political leaders are being asked challenging questions around gender identity issues that are causing quite the flare-up. Okay, so if you want to make it easier to join in the conversation with your young person, your child, in a more calm and collected way at home, then here are some things that you can start to consider. Now, it's obvious that this subject um, needs to be broached at some point or another. And in for me, I believe as an expert professional, this is something that perhaps you can start to plant the seed earlier on. You don't need to go full in, but begin to plant that seed and have those conversations earlier on. Because if you have them later, they're gonna go out and get the, the information from elsewhere out there, from their friends, from social media, from Google, all of those other aspects, okay? So do this as a unity. Now, gender identity has entered into the realm of topics that are broadly discussed in society as we know today. And while you might be perfectly happy to chat about the latest gender fluid pop stars or which actor is now non-binary over a glass of wine with your friends, suddenly being dropped into the in-depth discussion of the differences between gender fluid and non-binary or cis and trans with your young youngsters can provoke feelings of fear and confusion. Now, for one thing, when you're used to being the authority of most subjects, it can be disorientating to find your little ones in more clued up than you are actually. But it's important to remember that talking to your child about these issues is an open and loving way of showing them that you are there for them and that you understand and that you're ready to listen. No matter what is going on in their lives, okay? Expressing your unconditional love for them like this is a great way to really strengthen your bond at an important time. Now let's look at pre um, perceptions of gender. Even <clears throat> before you begin talking to your child about any of these topics, you are likely to be examining your own thoughts about identity. Okay, so you are going to have your own influences, your own beliefs within that. Now, one of the most powerful things that you can come to realize as you go on this journey of education with your child is that gender is a social construct. And that has changed much, in fact, heaps over the years. Um, you know, often parents will say, this is how I was raised up, and this is how I will raise my own children. But these social constructions are handed down, okay, and down and down. Acknowledging that this is important, but we have to see beyond binary, okay? Um, and think about how are we going to adjust the way we think about it and, um, the language that we also use around gender. So, you know, parents think they're supposed to have all the answers. And if they don't, it means they're doing something wrong. But it's important to remind yourself as parents that you can grow and learn with your child. How these conversations go will largely depend on how 
you already communicate with your family if you've already discussed sensitive issues such as safety online, drugs, sex, abuse, suicide, and these are just a few for example. So why should this talk about gender in fact be any different? So choosing your moments as well, when to have these conversations with your child or children is absolutely paramount. Okay, um, so think about where you're at in your headspace and think about where your child is. So make sure that you're creating that safe and understanding space to begin those conversations. Now you may have seen, you know, on social media, of uh, you know, in magazines, um, on LinkedIn profiles, where if you're on the businesses, the she, her, he, him, they, them, he, him, they, them, she, her. All of this is the language that is changing right now. So another thing to consider is taking um, a gentle and honest approach which is the best way to tack to help keep emotions in check. Remember, this is an invitation to talk and it's important to go at your child's pace, okay? If they don't want a discussion right now, just let them know you are there if they ever want to chat to you, okay? So that doorway is open for them. You may feel it has fallen on deaf ears, but rest assured, they have received the most important message and they know when you say that, that you care, all right? And that you are going to be there for them when they are ready to have that conversation, okay? Putting yourself in their shoes is really important. And thinking back to times when you perhaps have discussed a tricky issue with someone and how you wanted to be treated. So to do the same for your child, bearing in mind that communicating thoughts and feelings at this age isn't always easy. So if you disagree with them, take a deep breath and step back. It's your role to keep the tempers under control in that moment. If you're starting to feel <clears throat> excuse me, agitated or angry, frustrated or uncomfortable, maybe you can ask yourself why. So again, it's that journey that you're doing with them, educating yourself with your child. Because perhaps it's because your child is growing up and started to make their own choices. So try to allow your child the space and time they need to work through how they feel without imposing your own views. And that's important because the worst thing you can do is to dismiss of feelings or respond in an unhelpful way, such as with anger or not taking them seriously. This can give them the message to your child that their feelings aren't valuable, aren't valid, aren't important, that you don't care that it's wrong to feel a certain way, that it's not safe to open up, and if they do, they are ashamed, punished, or rejected. So as a result of this, they're much likely, or much less likely, should I say, to come to you for help and support with other issues too, leaving them feeling isolated and unsupported. 
So in terms of um, exploring identity, when you have the discussions, if you discover that it's an important issue to them, remember that your child or the young person have always talked about sex and relationships to figure out who they are. Now, technology has enabled them to connect with others who are exploring their identities and who a generation earlier might have never found the right words to talk about when it comes to their feelings and how they're feeling. This can leave us, like our parents before us, feeling completely out of the loop. And the notion of your child questioning themselves or challenging the ideas you have can be crushing. Okay, fear and shame disconnected us <clears throat> and the most loving parents can also be afraid and not able and are not able to show up in the way that they want to for their child. Now these feelings can be overwhelming for parents who might blame themselves or think they did something wrong and that their child's confused or it's just a phase. Now, of course, gender curiosity, tweens and twins might just be the flexing, might, you know, for their identity muscles, pushing the boundaries of what is and what is not appealing to them and exploring different ways of expressing themselves. Okay, much of the official material out in this area can rather be bewildering. Okay, it can be bamboozling okay and what I want you to think about is focus on focus more on adults who have already done their exploration than younger people who are just looking to find out more and who want to really kind of might might want to be inside so shifting through the sea of information okay on the subject can be bamboozling for you and for them okay often resources tend to focus on the medical pathways available to adults wanting to transition rather than approaching it from a more informational point of view now some you know the thing is uh, actually let me give you an example back to the um, lady and her daughter Right now, her daughter is happy to discuss what is going on in her world, okay, and they hope to keep these things in line in terms of open communication. So whatever she uh, never left to do, no, whatever you know, whatever she's left with to deal with um, on that subject, they can have that conversation with, okay. So. Often, when serious questions about identity, identity come up, they're usually surrounded by negativity or are broached in a reactive way at a time of crisis. So perhaps you've had a call from the school um, over concerns about your child's mental health or you've noticed that they're not themselves. The gender diversity piece gets linked with bad happenings as well. So instead, you need to see if it is a possibility for a more expansive understanding of gender and a possibility of your child to feel more freedom and be more like themselves. So to help break down the discussions, 
Um, there are a raft of resources and insightful blogs out there that you can look into. So that was an example of information just there coming from a lady who has this open pathway with her child to have those open conversations. So inform yourself. Reading up on gender diversity will give you a broader understanding of what your child may be experiencing. Okay, and that will help you forge a deeper part empathy, providing a new perspective that separates your own feelings with theirs. It's guaranteed that there are other parents out there who are going through the same issues as you. So look for those support groups, talk to other parents, okay? Whether that's on Facebook or locally or when you're at the school gates and maybe ask to go for a cup of tea or a coffee and have those because peer support can be invaluable. It is a natural, it is absolutely natural to want to remove your child's worry, but instead focus on providing love, support and understanding. So I hope that's been really useful. Now I just want to give you some information on some of the terminology because we probably know this, but it's just a quick refresher and some sort of top of the key ideas. So cisgender or cis, spelt out C-I-S, gender, is someone whose gender identity is the same, um, is the same as the sex they are assigned at birth. Gender dysphoria, this term is used to describe when a person experiences discomfort or distress because they feel a mis mismatch between their sex assigned at birth and their gender identity. This is also the clinical diagnosis for someone who doesn't feel comfortable with sex when they are assigned. Gender expression. This is how a person chooses to outwardly express their gender within the context of societal expectations of gender. Gender identity is a person's innate sense of their own gender, whether male, female, or something else, okay, um, i.e. non-binary. Then, oh, which also may or may not correspond to the sex that they were assigned at birth. Then we've got LGBTQ+, which is the acronym for lesbian, gay, bi, trans, queer, and questioning. Non-binary is the umbrella term for people whose gender identity doesn't sit comfortably with man or woman. Non-binary identities are varied and can include people who identify with some aspects of binary identities while others reject them entirely. Then finally, you've got the queer, a term used by those wanting to reject specific labels of romantic orientation, sexual orientation, and or gender identity. So I hope that has been useful for you. Now, if you want to read a little bit more about um, the gender binary, there's a great book that's called Beyond the Gender Binary by Alec Vade Menon, okay? Um, you can listen to um, 
Tilt, which is T-I-L-T, Parenting Podcast. Okay, there's a Dr. Laura Anderson who talks about gender non-conformity and differently why children, uh, tiltparenting.com. So you can have a look at that. Also, you can visit genderspecialist.com. Okay, ever-evolving glossary of gender and sexuality terms for even more information in depth. So I hope that's been really, really useful. And, um, you know, as I said, open those pathways, start planting the seeds, ensure that your children um, are comfortable and are in the right moment and time to have those open conversations with you. Right, it is coming to the end of the show. So first of all, I would like to take Intune PR with a passion enormously for sponsoring the Mindset Matters Talk radio show. And if you'd like to find out more information about Intune PR, that's www.intunepr.co.uk. Now, if you are a professional or someone who would love to share your story on here, then please do get in touch with me at mindsethorizons at gmail.com. And let's get that ball rolling to get you on the show. As I said, you can either come into the studio or we can do a pre-record. So for more information on that, then please do email me. Continue to connect with me on social media. Don't forget, if you're around on the 26th of May, check out the Let's Talk Better website and join us for the Loneliness and Connection event on that day from 11 to 2 p.m. I would like to thank all my listeners for tuning in today. It's been absolutely wonderful having you listening in. And if you would like to catch up on this show at any past shows, you can pop over to anchor.fm forward slash CNAT hyphen Narani MSM. But also all of these shows are available on the Audible platforms such as Spotify, Google, Amazon, etc., etc., etc. Right, I'm going to leave you with my mission until next week. Empower your mind to live the life that you desire by helping you find and forge your path in life. Do get in touch with me if you would like to have a conversation in how I, Zenat Narani, can help you find that path. Keep safe, keep well, and I'll be back on my next radio show. Mindset Matters Show, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Zenat Numrani on Channel 2 Radio. I can almost see it, that dream I'm dreaming, but there's a voice inside my head saying, you'll never reach it. Every step I'm taking, every move I make feels lost with no direction. My faith is shaken, but I, I gotta keep trying. Gotta keep my head held high. There's always gonna be another mountain. I'm always gonna wanna make it move Always gonna be an uphill battle Sometimes I'm gonna have to lose It ain't about how fast I get there 